Welcome to MTZ Overflow Podcast. You've just finished listening to the sermon. Now let's get into the overflow. We're glad you're here. I changed the format so it's going to look different. Um, I thought about it. So each... I was doing seasons based off of each sermon series. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, in the course of three years, each month is going to have a different series. Cause, so it's going to look like it'll be 36 seasons. It's <laughs> <That's> a lot. <laughs> so instead, I changed it so that each year is a season. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that should be a little bit easier to to track. Cool. That's my... That's what it looks like. Yeah. And then we can see how many years we've been doing it. Where is it? It's on Apple Music, Spotify, um, Amazon. <laughs> it's called MTZ Overflow. Oh, hold up. Let me see. Here you go. Perspective is important. Where you begin these topic, these titles from? From our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just um, sometimes I pull it from the the text. Like if there's Maybe something. We did sixty two. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. God, dog. Well, I think we did well, fifty two weeks. We did sixty. No, there's some bonus episodes in there too. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we um. What was I gonna say? Oh, cause it, it's sixty two, like sermon and. Um podcast cool man well new year new opportunities for blessings hello everyone welcome you recording already am i i should be yes Dang. <laughs> uh welcome to mtz overflow podcast i'm your host cassandra thorpe i'm here with reverend dr marcus allen what up what up what up the first why don't you go by the first verse, uh, senior? I don't even go by senior in all actuality. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, people, they just put that on there because they know I have a junior in MJ. I feel like if you have a junior, doesn't that automatically make you senior? But you, do you have to publicize it or it just know. depends? No. And some, like on some of his stuff, he's, they don't even put junior on it. Oh. It's just Marcus Allen. <laughs> uh Super proud of him. He he got an award. Mm-hmm. And they um they just put Marcus Allen on it instead yeah. of Marcus Allen Jr. So. so it's y'all's award. It's together. <laughs> so I buy him clothes now and I'm like this is this is for both of us. Mm-hmm. You can wear it one day. I will wear it the next. <laughs> I'm sure you, Dad, no, Dad. This is mine. <laughs> Same shoes. Uh, we bought almost the same shoe size now. Oh, so. so you got two sets of shoes. Yeah, that's and so does he. Um, he don't really come. We don't. He don't come wear my shoes like that. Mm. That's a good thing. <laughs> His feet stinks. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He he's he is of that age where they start to. Yeah, but he's um, a good dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's good. He was. Uh, he showed me at Bible study. His. They were making, like, vision boards mm-hmm. and, like, his plans and stuff. So he's, like, really excited. Right. So I'm excited for him. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, but uh, so today we are in our first sermon of the year in our sermon series, Live for Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Um, so 
be sure to check back and watch the sermon um, and get all the info with that. <clears throat> and then next Sunday we'll do, um, Pastor's going to share the vision. No, two weeks. Yeah. Pastor's going to share the vision, which will be exciting. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, but I want to talk today on this sermon. We are in Matthew 6.33. Um, so Pastor talked to us. Uh, Matthew is a disciple. He mm-hmm. used to be a tax collector. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he decided instead of taxing people for money, he is taxing people for their souls for Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's a soul tax. <laughs> they got to pay. They gotta, it, it may be not with money. Their lives. Their lives. Good. Okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us uh, what's going on in the text in this chapter. Uh, where are we? Well, we are on uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, which is one of Jesus' famous sermons. Um, he's teaching um, the disciples and those who are listening about various principles of life. Matthew chapter six is he focuses in on prayer. Um, give them the model prayer. They say, Lord, teach us to pray. Mm-hmm. And I think that was very important because they could have said, Lord, teach us to lead, teach us to preach, um, teach us to gather large crowds or grow ministries. Right. Mm hmm. Because there's a lot of church growth things out there. we He could have did that. They could have said that, but because they noticed his tenacity mm-hmm. and his intentionality in prayer, they said, teach us how to pray. Jesus teaches them how to pray with the Lord's Prayer, our Father, who are in heaven, that prayer. And then he comes down and tells them, don't worry about anything. And then he just started giving keys and principles of how to eliminate worry or why shouldn't shouldn't we worry. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we get to um, this this passage of scripture. Okay. So not to worry, which is so much a easier said than done thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think so many times we just, just, uh, I guess, naturally worry. We want to make sure things work out how we want them to. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so to put that on somebody that you can't physically feel, I think is a lot is can be challenging. Right. Um, I think, um, we, we really suffer from the anxiety of worrying, right? Mm. Where you just, feel as if there is no hope there's no way out there's nothing good in this at all i think that's where jesus is trying to avert us from going mm-hmm. to be in that place where we're in the pit or a hole where we're just totally um not leaning on him or god uh, and god to to fix whatever we're in mm. right this um the faith in which we are in calls us to be humble and dependent. Mm. Um, Jesus says, yo, you you can do nothing without me. So if I'm, if I'm intentional on making sure everything that I'm doing is in consultation or in collaboration with Christ, whatever I face, I know I can make it. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And if I'm, if I'm constantly focused on that, 
I understand that with him, I can do all things Mm -hmm. and without him, I can do nothing. Mm. And so if I, if I put myself in that posture or that mental state or that spiritual state at all times, when life happens, I don't have to worry, panic, or face this extreme anxiety Mm -hmm. because I know at some point God is going to work it out. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and, and so that this, this level of not worrying, I promise you, it comes with a maturity in your faith. Hmm. And you're going to have to go through some things with God to eliminate that strong level of anxiety where life is just over because of certain things are happening or because certain things are not happening in your life. But it comes with a extreme uh, um amount of it comes with faith yeah something else that christianity is is based off faith what we believe and how we believe and how we go forward with things yeah no that's really good Hmm. what you thinking about i'm just i'm thinking Hmm. about (laughs) (laughs) you said that um with faith essentially we worry less and we need to be in situations where, or we need to have examples of leaning on God and going to God first in order to remove those worries. I feel like we're like setting ourselves up for tests in that way. Like we have to be like, well, if I'm gonna grow in this area, I have to put myself through these tests. That's what, that's what I'm trying to, because, no. you know, like when you strengthen your faith, you're like intentional in the word. If you're going to strengthen your body, you're intentional in the gym. If you're going right. to strengthen, like you, so if you're going to strengthen this faith muscle, you almost have to put yourself in situations that, that do that. No? And, and I don't, I don't believe that to be true, right? Because if I go to the gym Mondays, I'm working on chest, chest and tries, Tuesday back and buys. Mm-hmm. Thursday legs, Wednesday cardio, Friday, you know, some I'm just always working out because I never know when I need these muscles. Mm. I don't know when I'm gonna need to lift something heavy. Okay. I don't know when um I have to run fast for a long time mm-hmm. to save my life or something. Yeah. But I'm doing it now mm. because I wanna always be ready. Okay. So to stay ready. Yeah, so you don't have to... Get ready. Yeah, come on here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so the intentionality of of us being connected in relationship with God, um, it, 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 it prepares us for what to come that we don't know. God knows. Mm-hmm. We don't. And since we don't know what's to come in our lives... Um, we always have to, like you said, we have to be ready so we don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, and it's like with any relationship, it's like with any, any relationship, you wouldn't want me to only call you when I needed help. Right. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I, only time I, matter of fact, people do, do this a lot. They just send me a cash app request. Oh, no, no text message, no call. Just send me a send me request $150 from me. Hmm. Right. People that have relationships wouldn't do that. Yeah. They'll know to call me 
and and let me know that they need something and why they need it. Mm-hmm. And not just a hey, or send me a message say I need this, and and not having a a better um, relationship with that person. And if that's the only time I hear from you, then I think you're using me. Yeah. And you're misusing me because if we had a better relationship, we can we we'll be able to figure things out together. Mm. And where you won't have to come to me um, always um, asking for something. Yeah. But we can have that relationship where we we're bonded together and where I say, hey, I say you're going through. Let me bless you with this. Mm -hmm. But if we don't have that relationship, um, same with God, if you don't have a relationship with God. And the only time you talk to them is when you in need of something. Mm-hmm. Hey, we, we got some problems. Yeah. Uh, it's a song, I forget who's, I think Trinity 5 9, something like that. They sing, Don't wait till midnight. Mm. Don't let midnight be the only time you talk to God. Mm. You know, midnight, you know, it's already synonymous with trouble, mm-hmm. fear, doubt, worrying, things like that. Don't wait till the darkest time of your life to call on God. Mm-hmm. Or to develop a relationship, do it right now. Yeah, be intentional now, um, and that's a, even like like you talking about working out. Don't wait till you get sick to work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. If you wait, wait till you get sick, or you have heart problems, or you have diabetes, then you want to work out. Be intentional right now, mm-hmm. so you won't you won't have to go go into that situation. Yeah, well, yeah. that's good. Thanks. Uh, so as we get into the title of the sermon and get into the points, it's um it's about having or living, <clears throat> excuse me, with Christ as the center of your life. And you bring up uh, Psalm eighty four eleven, where God says, "No good thing will He withhold from those who walk uprightly." Mm-hmm. And I wanted to clarify uprightly: is it a physical posture of walking upright, or is it like a, a an outlook yo so whenever the the bible like um use the word walk is always synonymous with like live okay Uh, so walk in the spirit that you may not fulfill the lust of the flesh live in the spirit Hmm. Uh, we walk by faith and not by sight we live by faith not by sight Uh, so when when the bible is you know points to walking it is your way of life. So if you're living uprightly, uprightly means a court, nah, not slumped over, you know, uh, um, not against the will of God, but living uprightly means I'm living according to the will of God. Okay. And if you're doing that, and God says, yo, there's nothing I will not withhold from you. No good thing. Okay. Um, and that's and that uh that's synonymous with parenting. Mm. If our kids doing the right thing, they can ask what they will. Mm. You know, because they know you know you can trust them. Yeah. Um, but when the child is not, then you like, nah, bruh, I'm gonna get you these white shoes, khaki pants, <laughs> and a white shirt. Mm-hmm. It may come from Walmart, Target, or even the Goodwill. But if you're doing the right thing, I go, I'll break my neck to get you what you want. Yeah. Because I wanted you to 
continue to do what's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, that's 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 what God is saying. You know, if we, if God is the center of our lives, um, we don't have to worry about anything. I said no good thing would I withhold from you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so if you if you are consistent and intentional of living a holy and righteous life, though it comes with benefits, mm-hmm. and people don't see it because it sometimes it's not instant. Yeah. And so they be like, yo, well, I'd rather call on God when I need him rather than just mm-hmm. being connected to him at all times through mm-hmm. prayer, yeah. through Bible study, through service, through helping others, um, through tithing and offerings, uh, through giving, um, through meditation. Mm-hmm. And that, that all connects us with God. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm a living witness. I say this all the time. God always take care of me. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I know I'm in line with my purpose that God has for my life. And I'm also going to be intentional of making sure that I'm pleasing him. Mm-hmm. And if I'm pleasing him, no good thing yeah. would they withhold from me. So I say, hey, God always take care of me. So mm-hmm. you can do what you want to me, say what you want about me. Um, but God, I'm his favorite. Yeah, you keep saying that. Yeah, don't be a hater. Not yet. <laughs> uh, so in the, so your first point, we are, the question is how do we live a Christ-centered life? And the first way we do that is by setting Christ as our number one priority. Mm-hmm. And you called this sermon a radical wake-up call for believers. You want, you, you were checking us. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> uh, uh, you said that the Sermon on the Mount is a list of rules right. um, to follow. So is this, no, there's, I've heard of the Ten Commandments as being a list of rules to follow, but not the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes them different outside of Old Testament and New Testament? Uh, so so God gives Ten Commandments, right, uh, to to Moses to the people, this which y'all should live by. And it was like the ultimate ones. But then, but also in the Old Testament, you get like 613 laws mm. um, that the uh, children of Israel was supposed to abide by and live by. Um, and and we all know um, Jesus had to come because humanity couldn't keep their part of the law. Mm. So he had to come and God had to give us grace instead of justice. Um, and so the Sermon on the Mount looks at Real life situation, divorce, mm-hmm. uh, murder, um, tells that if, if it's a speck in your eye, um, if it's a speck in your neighbor eye, how are you going to try to tell them to pull out uh, the plank in your eye, mm-hmm. judging others, um, talks about uh, prayer, fasting, um, talks about no action that shall be given, seeking you shall find. Um, it's just a litany of things um, to help with everyday life that Jesus gives us these rules that we should follow. Because Jesus says, I come not to condemn the law, Old Testament, Ten mm-hmm. Commandments, but I come to fulfill the law. Um, whereas the law would say, if you was to pull my eye out, mm-hmm. I have the right to pull your eye out. Okay. But Jesus says, what? turned out the cheek mm-hmm. um and so grace more so than justice okay is his message 
And so that's 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 the difference between the standard Old Testament law within the fulfillment of the law, which was Jesus Christ um, to show us how to live with grace and mercy towards others and 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 be willing to receive and give the same grace that we expect to receive and get from God. Hmm. That's good. Thank you. Um, as we talked about worry, we continue to, to speak about worry. Um, and, uh, and, uh, with, to make Jesus and our number one priority, it worry it, as I was reviewing that worry puts other priorities in front of our time with Christ. Right. So the example of the birds and the lilies, um, have been like indications that Jesus or Jesus takes care of them. So why wouldn't he take care of us? My question to you is we, yes, those parts of creation are taken care of, but we are, we named those things. So we are higher than those things. We come with different challenges and different problems. So the, the example, I guess, isn't as fluid as I would want it to be in the sense of, all right, yeah, the birds, they, they find food, they find rest, they find shelter. I can't build a house. Yeah. So out of twigs. And, and I, and I think you, you're answering your own question with your own concern, uh, mm, because what Jesus is saying, these things are not as important to me as you are. Mm. And if I'm taking care of them, what makes you think I won't take care of you? Mm. <laughs> you, you feel what I'm saying? Mm. He said, yo, a bird don't have to wake up every morning like, yo, what what am I going to eat? Yeah. Where am I going to find food? But they get food. Yeah. The lilies of the valley, like, yo, what's going to clothe me? But they get clothing and their splendor is greater than the the clothes in which Solomon wore. You know, you feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And, and so he, he's saying these things are not as significant to me as you are. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about what you sell, eat, drink or wear because I'm taking care of everything else. I also take care of you. Mm. Right. So yeah. when, when you saying, oh, yo, the bird really don't mean nothing. Lily in the valley has no value, really. And, and Jesus saying, that's what I'm telling you. I'm taking care of these insignificant things. What makes you think I won't take care of you who 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 is at such a high value mm. that God says I was willing to sacrifice my own son for you? Mm. Psalm said, you thought I was worth saving. Ooh. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you thought I was worth to die for. Mm. Um, and so the value on you is at such a high level um, that, and I think it's in Romans 8, God says, if, if I was willing to give my own son for you, what makes you think I'll withhold any good thing from you? Yeah. And so I think we forget our value in mm. this with God, how much God values us. Yeah. Uh, I was talking in Bible study. Um, was it Bible study? Was that the Sunday sermon? <laughs> I forget. But 
if there is no God, there is no us. Mm. Mm. Right. So if God didn't exist, humanity wouldn't exist. Yeah. And so and so the value is this. God created us um, to be worshipers of him, um, to love him and then also to love each other. Mm -hmm. Right. And so uh, that that's why I say we eliminate worrying. I think this would be good to when we know our value. Yeah. When we know how much God values us, not humanity, not boyfriend, mm -hmm. girlfriend, sister, brother, mother, father, work, not your resume. But when you know God who knows every part of you mm -hmm. still values you, that when you're in need he understands that need and he he's able to provide it so that eliminates worry hmm mm. hmm yeah that's, that's, your, that's your new word that's my new word that's my word for 2023 hmm. <laughs> <laughs> depending on how you hit the inflection it can mean a whole lot of different things yeah. Mm. Hmm. yeah mm. got it <laughs> um so and and you also talk about um we have to with worry we need to remove things right we need to put lay things at the feet of jesus so that he can take care of it give those things to him um and we have to s seek him first mm -hmm. um and so and first as you state is is at the beginning right um and i think we we have challenges prioritizing where God goes uh, first sounds easy. So yeah, just, just put them first. Um, but these bills need to be paid. I got to get these kids. My job's making me work two jobs. Um, my car's broken. Like it's it, the, the first, I think as humans, we, put, we will, we, you know, self-preservation, I guess they like put us, get our things done first. But you make this really good point of, it doesn't mean first as always like the first thing I'm going to do, but it's a first in importance mm -hmm. and it's, and it, that becomes the priority. And I, and I think we mix up, um, first priority with first thing. Right. And, and I think, I think the intentionality comes again with relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I also talk about like, consulting a parent right mm -hmm. um when when we're children we gotta we have to ask for everything can i go here can i get this mm -hmm. um can i get a popsicle out the refrigerator right <laughs> calling <laughs> calling your parents at work asking them if you can get a popsicle out of the refrigerator okay. i am very guilty of that <laughs> you, you know because and then so we crave independence mm -hmm. except my wife right <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this and I'll move on. Right. So we know this thing going around, you know, you know females like that strong, independent women. Yeah. Don't need a man for anything. There's a song about it. Yeah. And, I -N -D -D yeah. Do you know what that means? Yeah, and uh my wife's like, yo, that's not me. Um <laughs> I need you to take out the trash. I need you to pump my gas. Mm -hmm. Right. She said, I I'm I i do not fall in that category. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, yes, I'm a strong, independent <laughs> woman, but I still need you to do some things. Yeah. Yeah, so 
there's no gender equality or gender roles. We still follow those types of things in my house because my wife like she's a delicate rose. Beautiful. So, shout out to Miss T. <laughs> uh, but we, you no, know, growing up, we 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 crave that independence, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we become adults, we don't have to ask, um, how do we? Can we move? Can we go? Mm-hmm. Can we have? Can we apply? Mm-hmm. And then with that, we make a lot of mistakes. Yep. Um, because um, of that freedom. Mm-hmm. And, and and so it even carries over to our spiritual life then where we fail to consult with God with our movements. Yeah. And, and so if I am intentional in my daily devotion where I'm praying to God, and if I'm in a relationship with God, I'm going to tell God about everything that's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 it's, it'll be as if my wife and I are together. She is trying to figure out major decisions, but she never talks to me. Mm-hmm. And then she make a major decision without consulting me. I'm going to have an issue with that. Yeah. And I think God should have an issue with us mm-hmm. if we're in a relationship with him and we're not talking to him about a problem. We'd rather go to someone else. Um, a thing that will make me totally upset if one of my children goes to someone else and asks them to do something for them that I could do. Mm. Mm. And and I think God is the same way because the Bible says He said, um, "I'm a jealous God." <laughs> Isn't that Old Testament God? Old Testament, New Testament God, same God. Okay, I heard I heard He softened up in the no, New Testament. He's the same God. Mm. Look how the Bible study. If you was in a, a part of the, do the adult Bible study, you see. He's the same I'm with guy. the young adult the Bible. Young I'm with my age appropriate I group. I got you. What I'm saying, <laughs> but we're walking through the Book of Romans, and it, it talks about how the, he's the same God of judgment, same God of wrath. Okay. Yes, we have been. We receive more grace, but it's the same God. And people confuse that, mm-hmm. thinking that there's two different gods. That's yeah. the God. It's the same God. He said, "I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore." I, I, you yes, feel me? I, I agree. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so I think, uh, like prioritizing is us as Christians, even as Christian adults, remaining in the posture of a child who needs consultation, consultation or direction from mm-hmm. a parent before moving. Why? Because that parent knows has wisdom, discernment, probably been through what we're trying to go through mm-hmm. and can give us the tools and the techniques to make it out better than what they did. Yeah. And so likewise, we need that. God is the ancient of days, which means he was here before here was ever here. He existed before time ever existed. Mm-hmm. And so if we can trust that, it'll help us so much in life. And I, and I, um, I promise you I'm not perfect, but I try my best to prioritize God in mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Because I've seen the results of not doing it. 
right? Mm -hmm. Taking a, a leap and falling on my face because I didn't trust God. But I, I promise you, wherever he leads you, he'll keep you there. Yes. Yes, indeed. So then that, that makes sure that we are striving with purpose, which mm -hmm. is the second point. Um, and you talk about um, we're striving after God's kingdom uh, and trusting in the confidence of the king, which, mm -hmm. you know, that that involves relationships. Right. Um, but you you this paragraph and I, and I want to I want to talk through this. So you say prioritizing God's kingdom in this way uh, doesn't mean you won't experience challenges and suffering, but your life will be aligned under his kingdom authority so you can experience prosperity even while you are in pain. My question is, how does that work? Because I say that because when I feel that I am in pain, I do not feel prosperous. Mm -hmm. I feel that I am in quicksand or mud. Like there is just, I, I don't see, I do not feel that I am making any gains when I'm in pain. Right. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see how I can. You're a sports fan, so mm -hmm. you know you know basketball. I do. Um, you know practice. Mm -hmm. Practice is often harder than the game. Mm -hmm. It's more painful mm -hmm. than the game. And so the pain you go through in practice prepares you to win the game. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then um, let's say you, you're on the team with – a great phenomenon with LeBron James, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan. Um, you go through that pain of practice. You go through the pain of the game for when you know you got somebody on your team that can carry and that'll help you win. You cool with the pain. Mm. This, uh, when, when, when we understand, um, when we fully understand God, we can testify like Paul, all things work together for the good. Um, when we look at the life of Joseph, his whole life seems like a life of pain, but the whole time he's prospering. Mm. He's a child. His daddy honors him because he's born in his father's old age, gives him a coat of many colors, and loves him more. Now, there's little parenting issues that might be there. Loves him more. His brothers hates him. He has these dreams. Excuse me. He has these dreams. They throw him in a pit, sell him to slavery. He's still under kingdom authority, mm -hmm. but he's in slavery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he goes, he goes from working the field to being over the house. Mm -hmm. He's prospering, still in pain. He's far from his family. He's in a place that he he not he probably does not want to be in. But he's the Bible says 
and the favor of God was still with him. Mm. Hmm. Um, he's in the house. Potter's for his wife wants to lie with him. Mm-hmm. You know what the Bible means when they say that she wants to get to know him. Oh, <laughs> intimately. It, it don't say intimately. It just say she wants oh. to know him. And, oh. And he went home and I knew my wife. That, that's what no, the Bible keeping it PG-13. That's so sweet of the Bible. It's super. And so um, she corners him, let's say, hypothetically, paraphrasing. She corners him and asks him to lie with her. And he says, no, I can't because you are my master's wife. He never said, I don't want to. He said, I can't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hmm. so <laughs> got read the text, people. Read, read the text. Come on here. He said, "I don't want to." So he runs. She grabs a piece of his garment, um, and then says he tries to rape her. Pain mm. throws him in prison. He's in prison, and the Bible says, "And the favor of God was with him in prison." He's in prison. I'm trying to let me have real get through this. He's in prison. <laughs> he's in prison. He's trying not to preach. I know it. <laughs> I'm trying not to. He, he's in prison, and while, and while he's in prison, uh, the the, uh, the favor of God is mom. God, he's elevated to be over the prison. Uh, Baker and the butler come. They have dreams. He interpret the dream. One would die. One would live. And and then now the king has a dream. Baker, I think it's the butler, remembers um, how um, Joseph helps him. He interprets the dream of the king, and now he goes from the pit to Potiphar's house to prison, and now he's in the palace. He's the second in charge, governor of the land. The the pit, Potiphar's house, prison to the palace. Yeah. Four Ps? You like the old Ps? I did. You like the alliteration? I did. I did. And so, and... But you can see the pain that he goes through mm-hmm. through the entire journey of his life, even while he's governor of the land, he's still in pain because he's in a foreign land. Mm. He's Wait, still not with his father and his brothers. It's not until um, uh, he's the governor of the land and his brothers come looking for food and then he pulls all of them to come and live with him and he tells them what you meant for evil, God meant it. For my good. And until we have that mindset, that spiritual understanding that this pain that I am is worth something. Help me today, God. What I'm going through is worth something. So I'm able to say I'm prospering even in the midst of my pain because this pain is going to produce something greater in my life. Mm. I don't like it. Mm. I ain't going to say, I ain't never telling you that I like pain. Right? I don't like grief. I don't like death. I don't like sickness. I don't like disease. I don't like my family hurting. I don't like my friends hurting. But we see it and we go through it. But in order for us to strive with purpose and seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, that's what I'm talking about. That is me saying, God, I trust you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I know whatever I go through is because you have a plan for my life. And sometimes we don't know the plan. Sometimes God gives us the start and the ending. 
and he forgets to tell us about the beat in the middle. Mm. He loves to do that. And what's in the middle is oftentimes what attempts to break us. Mm-hmm. But if we if we stick it up, make it through, we'll be all right. So strive for purpose and that pain. Um, you know what they say, CT? No pain, what? No gain. No gain. And and oftentimes we think, yo, because we are in his kingdom, you know, nothing can happen to us. We we see that in Wakanda, right? Yeah. We in Wakanda, can't nobody get to us. In Wakanda too, right? Can't mm-hmm. nobody get to us. And fam come with the Nikes with the uh <laughs> with the wings on it <laughs> through the water. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> the wing tips. The wing tips. Literally. <laughs> you know. Um, and so, um, we, we think we're in the kingdom and we're safe and and nothing can get to us. But but God's kingdom, uh, he he said, yo, if you can't suffer with me, you can't reign with me. Mm. Yeah, that's that's real though. So I think even just as humans, we are the friends that we have to your example earlier of like having that relationship if we're not going through the hard times together you can't celebrate in my success mm-hmm. with me either right so that's that's real yeah so hope i i tried my best to explain that you did you, you did, a good, you did a good job you did a good job so uh so getting to your third point uh we're talking about securing god's promise um, you made a comment too about church hurt does not equal church responsibility. Um, this was in context of people who would at the last minute say that they need help or, um, and like say the benevolence fund or something mm-hmm. and like check it didn't come and they're mad at the church. The church right. won't help me out. That's why I don't go. Da, 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 da but the church has a responsibility. Can you talk about that, that kind of that, I guess that dynamic of, of, of how, where that lives? Um, I don't know how I got on that point, um, but I'm definitely willing to talk about it. You know, people, um, they expect a lot from the church and rightly should. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think our church, Mount Zion Baptist Church, 2019, Fisher Street, Madison, Wisconsin, 53713mtzlife.com. Find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Is that they're on Snapchat? I don't know. I know there's TikTok. TikTok, that's the one. All right. Um, we try our best to help anybody that's in need, and we have policies in place. Um, if we gave to you every time you ask, which is every other month, every three months, we won't have enough to give to everybody that comes. Um. And I would say, when I say church hurt, you can't say I'm hurt by the church because the church didn't pay my bills. Mm. Mm. I think that's that's wrong, and I think that's yeah. unfair. Mm-hmm. Because um, um, all the funds we receive here comes from our members, those who are tithing and give offering. Um and, and and then we don't receive much outside funding um but people treat us as if we we're getting millions of dollars mm. from where I don't know 
and and if we're unable to give them the exact amount they need in that moment they said people some i ain't talking about all some would say well I'm, I'm never going to church because they didn't help me when i needed them to mm. huh. when they're your bills yeah you feel, you feel, yeah, you feel what i'm saying does. um so I, I don't think that's church hurt that, that that's what i think that's what mm-hmm. i was saying in that yeah. moment I, I don't think that's church hurt that we the church was unable to pay your bills when you have a responsibility to pay your own bills mm-hmm. but but I, I i would say i uh we are intentional helping those who are in need and oftentimes people wait till they get to the last moment mm. you know um, a couple of days before your rent due that month, you don't have enough. Right. But people waiting today about two months behind. And here in Madison, the average rent for a one bedroom was like a thousand dollars. So if you're two months behind, that's two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. There are not many organizations going to give you that much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And, and so and so that, that's why I say um, now I understand people who sick or lost their job uh, can't work. Of course, we have been. And, but if you're going losing your money at the casino mm. and then get mad when the church don't give you the money, then we got some problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that I think that's. You know, that's just something I had to let out because people people actually be mad. Yo, we were during COVID, we were giving out food, mm-hmm. um, we were giving out gift cards, and I got cussed out so bad one time right here at the church. I'm talking about the lady cussed me out because we ran out of gift cards. <laughs> we're not it's, it's, obligated. It's, it's not that you refused to give her, her one. We you ran, ran out. And they heated. Dang. But it is what it is. And so that's why I also, so we also have a responsibility on our own not to just sit around and wait for blessings to come. Mm-hmm. We have to do some work also. Yeah. Faith without works is totally dead. Totally. And so, man, and so I think that, that that's what I was on mm. in that moment. Okay. I don't know where it came from, but but it it's it it fits no yeah no it it does because <clears throat> we got to understand like where we're putting ourselves in these situations and and how that is blocking our blessing blocking our promise um and where the church's responsibility is with that uh, and so with this promise pursuit uh you talk about uh you emphasize the word and like i said make sure we read the text because there's all these short words in here, three-letter <laughs> words, buts and ands, and got to see where they are. Mm-hmm. What was what was the sermon? Thank God for the but. <laughs> I did not preach that. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I preached that sermon. <laughs> did I, was that the title or was that what was this? Oh, it no, 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 that wasn't the title. That was one of the points. That was one of the points. Thank God for the but. <laughs> and I said, you know. Uh, yeah. And some... Um, talking about connecting, um, like it, the and what it does mm-hmm. is it connects the responsibility of humanity, so us, 
um, to seek God and the promise of divinity where God will add to us. Uh, you say that you talk about it being all inclusive language and that nothing is left out, which is great and appreciated. I think where, uh, and then you talk about um, it's not like a, there's no lawyer involved, there's no like clauses and, and points A, B. And at that point, or that, that the point within the point made, <laughs> uh, it made me think about how we live in a world where we, our first question is, what's the catch? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, God's all inclusive and, you know, he's going to do this if I ask and seek for it. But like, what el- what else does he get? What is what's the thing that I'm missing? And it's such a sad world that we live in where we always have to be on that defense mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to good things for us. Right. Yeah. And that's what that, that's what it was. You know, Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God of all in all of his righteousness and and connects human responsibility with divin- divinity responsibility. Mm hmm. God's responsibility in the Bible says, and all these things will be added unto you. If you if your focus is on seeking God first and all of his righteousness, then God will add everything you need. And then that that that's that's the language. That's the uh agreement. Um that that that's that's what's going on here. And there is no no catch there is no small i hate it mm. uh you know uh like uh when COVID happened and uh all these flights and stuff people counseling trying to call and cancel and then you had a short uh, alliance as you no know, they the insurer for mm-hmm. most flights and like yo can i get my money back no uh there's a clause that there is no refund for pandemics. What? How did you all know that? We yeah. never heard of this word. A hundred and ten years. <laughs> <laughs> how do you all plan that to have that in your documentation already? Because they always try to find a way out, mm-hmm. even when they offer you insurance, mm-hmm. or or um, or you get homeowners insurance and you don't get the flood coverage and your house flood and they're like, nah, we, we didn't have, you didn't have that coverage. And I'm like, yo, I didn't think of the flood. You, mm-hmm. you, you understand what I'm saying? And so that small language, I hate, I Damn. hate it. I try to fight it, but you know, black and white is black and white. Mm-hmm. And so this is what here, this is what here is. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. Um, and that's, and I think that's it. If you if you worry about doing your part, God will do His. Okay. Simple, Simple. easy. It, it, you don't think so? <laughs> I think. I think in it, it's all it always has to be lived right. Like there's like theory and practice. I'm not saying that this is a theory, but I, what I am saying is that yes, it is. Yeah, do it. Like, yeah, this is simple. It's just straightforward. It's direct. But then in, maybe it's an application is where the challenge always comes. And I think that's just human. And I think I will always bring it up because I think I always bring it up <laughs> of, of the application of these things. Yeah. You look at um, a weight trainer will say, hey, if you, do, if you follow this regiment, this is how you would look. Mm-hmm. Are they lying? No. Is there? Have they proven it? Yes. 
Have this been test? Has the theory been tested? Yes. He's using my words against me. <laughs> and if you follow that, this is what you'll get. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes we we don't follow it. Right. And this is what Jesus is saying. This this is the regiment you need mm. to follow. The rest is on. This is what you. This is your responsibility, and this is my responsibility. If you hold your end, I'll hold mine. Mm. That's real. And 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 oftentimes we we think God just supposed to bless us. Yeah. And He does. You know what I'm saying? But we get the goodwill blessings. The, like a standard deduction. Yeah. <laughs> and your taxes. The, <laughs> <laughs> we get the standard. Re- <laughs> you hear me? We get the standard. Uh, the standard blessings. Blessings and, and not the. <laughs> Um, the add-ons I'm for that Uh, so as we close you talk about securing the promise and you talk about Abraham, Joseph, Job and Jesus himself they have their promises and each promise is different I will say before this sermon I thought we all had the same promise but it seems like each each of us has a different promise that we need to secure. Is that true? No, nah, the promise is, oh. um, and all these things will be added unto you. Oh, so the promise is That's the, the add. Promise. Yeah, and all these oh. things will be added unto you. But I'm using these references as God made a promise to Abraham. Um, God made a promise to Joseph, right? Um, so the so they're how this is how they're ad is being shown is through this their work got it okay okay, their work right abraham he secured the promise no because of what he he trusted god they so he trusted god so much he was seeking god so much let me use this language same language of the text that he was seeking god so much that he was willing to sacrifice his own son Mm -hmm. joseph he trusted the promise the promise um so much that when he saw the dream that his brothers and his mothers would bow to him at one day that he was able to go through all the things we talked about previously. And because he went through all of that, he secured the promise of the dream that God had shown him Mm -hmm. that he was over the land. His mother and his father had to bow down to him. Um, um, Job, he secured the promise because the Bible says he was the most righteous man. Even though he was righteous, he still went through hell, Mm -hmm. but him going through hell did not stop his righteousness pain that you was talking about and mm-hmm. did not stop him from being righteous he said naked i came this world naked shall i leave blessed be the name of the lord the lord has given the lord has taken away that is some strong mature faith there yeah and his own wife said hey curse god and die let him go and, and people often condemn her when i don't because um his wife seeing him in this much pain and seeing yeah. this much anguish and agony like yo just let it go man i know you're in this let it go but but he's like, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm a wait uh, until my redeemer comes and get me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm, I'm gonna keep trusting him, though he's slaving. Yet, will I still trust in him? That and then we see at the end after he questioned God and God questions him, um, that God said adds to his life, give him double for his trouble. Uh, and then, you no, know, Jesus secured the promise. You know, and he came when he came. 
He said, I'm going to die, and what's going to happen? God is going to raise me from the dead. Okay. And so he follows the plan of God, does what God instructs him to do, dies on the cross. And the Bible said on an early third day morning, God raised him from the dead. So that's you know, how we say we're going to secure the bag. Uh, we got to secure the promise. If we secure the prom- promise, we'll secure the bag. Ooh. Thanks. Thank you. I d- that was good clarification. Because I really, I was like, wait. So the promise is individualized, but it's not. It's just. It's yeah. like if you delight yourself in the Lord, <clears throat> he'll give you the desires of your heart. That's a promise. Mm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. That's a promise. And all these things be added unto you. It's the promise, the requirement. There's a requirement. There's a promise. And so how we secure the promise is following the requirements. Got you. Good. Thank you, teacher. Like you can. Oh. Ne- you'll never get to win the lottery unless you play it yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> okay are they are that billion dollars gone huh yeah so in, Maine, in Maine. Dang, somebody in Maine. somebody in madison was gonna win no no okay uh those are all the questions that i have do you have any parting pastoral points trust in the lord Amen. Seek him first. Give him, give him all you got, and I'm, I promise you, I promise you, he'll never fail. He'll never fail you. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Pastor. Thanks again. Thank you for listening. Uh, continue to check back for new episodes. Please check out our website, mtzlife.com, for new content. And until then, stay marvelous, fabulous, and blessed. Peace. Peace.